Welcome to our study of the book of Revelation. It's a video series that helps us beware and be aware of the signs and the events and the spirit of the times. To be ready for the last day, the day of judgment, the promised reappearance of Jesus, but also to be blessed as we wait and not, not to be afraid because we do belong to Jesus. Now, the scriptures speak of our relationship with Jesus as a participation, a participation in the sufferings of Jesus, a participation in the death of Jesus, but also a participation in the resurrected life of Jesus as well. Paul says in Romans chapter 6, Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. So uh, our faith is a with him faith, with him in his death, but also with him in his resurrection. So we participate in the death, the resurrection, uh, but also the ruling and reigning of Jesus as well. So part of the study of the book of Revelation is really a study of Christology, uh, the study of who Christ is, the person and work of Jesus. Now we see this most clearly summarized for us in uh, the creeds, specifically the Apostles' Creed. So Philippians chapter 2 speaks of the humiliation and the exaltation of Jesus. So we could define the humiliation as that period um, in the ministry of Jesus where he does not fully or always use his divine attributes uh, that are communicated to his human nature. Uh, that's just a long way of saying that though Jesus could have, he didn't. So he could have, right, uh, come down from the cross, but he didn't. He humbled himself uh, in the form of a ser uh, servant, became human flesh. Um, and so uh, we, we talk of that, about that as a state of humiliation. He suffers. He dies. Uh, so you go down the creed. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, crucified. Uh, he died and was buried. All throughout that period, he could have used these divine attributes, uh, but he laid them aside. He took the nature, the form of a servant. He could have, but he didn't, for our sake, uh, to take on sin, to pay the, the wage of sin, which is, which is death. But as you go up the creed, you see his state of exaltation, where now Jesus fully and always uses the divine attributes that are communicated to his human nature. So you think of the, the creed in the state of exaltation. He descended into hell. Third day he rose again, ascended into heaven, sits at the right hand of God the Father. And one day he will come again to judge the living and the dead. So sometimes we think descending into hell as a down, right? That should be part of the humiliation. It's, a, it's the victory of Jesus over sin and death. He holds the keys of death and Hades, as it says in Revelation. He is in his state of exaltation. He rules and reigns over all. So we participate in uh, the humiliation of Jesus, but also in his exaltation. Uh, 
So the Gospels, as you read them, are really uh, pictures of this this, uh, state of humiliation. The ministry, the person, the work of Jesus the Christ, the promised Messiah, in his active obedience, keeping the law perfectly for us, but also in his passive obedience where he then takes upon uh, himself the sins of the world. Uh, Galatians says, the one who knew no sin became sin for us. Now, the epistles and the book of Revelation then uh, speak of the exaltation of Jesus, that he is ruling and reigning uh, that uh, speaking of his work in and through the church, speaking of his coming judgment, the new heaven and the new earth. And so we'll see those pictures in the book of Revelation as well, this ruling and reigning Jesus. Now, in this life, as we said, uh, we participate in both the humiliation of Jesus and his exaltation. So we are the church under attack just as Jesus was under attack, just as Jesus was persecuted during his state of humiliation, so also those who follow the Lamb wherever he goes. But it's also the church victorious, the church participating in the resurrection of Jesus, his ruling and reigning. Now, Hebrews chapter 2 speaks of this tension. It says there, beginning at verse 8, In putting everything under him, God left nothing that is not subject to him. Yet at present, we do not see everything subject to him. So, the truth of the scriptures, the revelation of the uh, exalted and reigning Christ is that everything is put under his feet. He does now rule and reign. But in this wilderness that we travel, right, this, uh, this journey of faith, we presently don't see it. It doesn't seem that way to our, to our eyes. Well, uh, the text says in Hebrews, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. Verse 10, in bringing many sons to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the author of their salvation perfect through suffering. Both the one who makes men holy and those who are made holy are of the same family, so Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers. We are brothers and sisters uh, with Jesus. Uh, He is the one who makes men holy, and we are called the ones who are made holy because of the death and the resurrection, the rule and reign of Jesus. So the prayer of the church you'll find in Revelation and that we can say every day as individuals is, uh, Lord, come quickly. He, He says, yes, I am coming soon and we're wandering in this wilderness, participating in the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And he says, yes, I'm coming soon. And the church says, amen, come Lord Jesus quickly. And then the book of Revelation ends, the grace of the Lord Jesus be with all of God's people. Amen. Christ for his church, right? The Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Christ with his church. He's the one who walks among the lampstands, never forsakes it. And Christ living in his church and working through his church. And so, yes, we are um, ready. We are ready for the last day, the reappearance of Jesus. We are told to beware and be aware. But also in this in-between time, 
the time you know, between the clouds, uh, the time of the ascension of Jesus and his promised reappearance, we're told to be blessed, to be encouraged, to not be afraid, because we do belong to Jesus.